Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Well, hello there. Welcome aboard our Oak Bay Tea Party Folktoria weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023. We are live with you on Saturday morning, June the 3rd. Sunday afternoon, the 4th, we are rebroadcast. And then we'll have a podcast for you. And I suspect, once again, we're into that time of the year when there's so many great events going out there. I know it sounds weird. Um, perhaps the powers of being might not like it, but we strongly encourage you to not listen to us live and go get out there and enjoy the so many events that we have them now. The Tea Party, Folktoria, Upper Fort Street Fest on Saturday, open house at the Canadian Coast Guard base in James Bay. Hey, if you're a fan of Valdi, remember Valdi? Fred Penner, they're both performing Saturday afternoon at the Brentwood Bay Festival in Pioneer Park and West Saanich Road, and then the British Car Show at Heritage Acres this Sunday. So we will be here. You're welcome to be with us. Love, don't want to chase you away, but <laughs> love to have you here on Saturday morning when we're live, because then we can answer your phone calls and texts and emails and help. We is myself, Alan Perry. I am Ricky Winter, the tech experience manager at the Telecom Lender Drugs. In his tank top. Yeah, it must be so. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I've been wearing sandals for three months already. So Thanks for coming in. <laughs> and I'm Brian Pavlicic, your tech talk producer, and I am also wearing sandals. There you go, but no tank top for you. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's chilly in here. <laughs> yeah, the air conditioning. Lots of stuff to tell you about this week. There were a bunch of important security things last week, and they were in the notes, but we didn't talk about them, and a couple have changed and all that. So please, 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 if you have time, whether you're listening live or podcast or later on when you're in front of a device, go check out the show notes, please, at shownotes.ca, because one of the things that we particularly hate doing but also love doing, uh, Ricky, is giving people the heads up on the scams, the ever-changing yes. <laughs> carousel of scams. And I love the feedback from people that call in and text me and say, hey, I just got that, but I knew what to do and told my neighbor. Things like that. So, The first one off the top, if you use iTunes on a Windows PC, don't need to worry about this on a Mac, but on a Windows PC, if you use iTunes, please update it as soon as possible to fix a big security hole. Now, Brian, there's two different versions of iTunes. They look identical on a Windows PC. You could download it the old way from the Apple website, yep. or you can go to the Windows Store and yes. get the app. The app is actually better, smaller, doesn't, okay. doesn't have as many crashes. And probably auto-updates through the store. No. Okay. Well, eventually. 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 But yeah. the updates go, go to the uh, standalone version first, is what yeah. you're saying? So what I've done is in item one in the show notes, if you're running the app version of iTunes on a Windows PC, you open up the store app, as Brian was saying. You click on library in the lower left, then click on get updates in the upper right. If you're running the downloaded software version of iTunes, you click on help in the upper left, then you click on check for updates. And if you're not sure which version you're doing, <laughs> click on help in the upper left. And if you don't see check for updates you're on the app version, then you go there. Yep. So there you go. But that's an important one. It, the fix is there, but you have to apply it. There we go. I just realized a typo that I fixed. Yep. There we go. The other one, uh, Peter sent us. Uh, this is one that freaks people out, and otherwise common sense goes out the window. <laughs> Scam emails looking really good that mm -hmm. appear to be from PayPal with an attached PDF receipt for an expensive Bitcoin purchase. Mm -hmm. One of the clues is it says, Hello, user. We are proud to be your favorite payment system provider. And I noticed they got favorite spelled the Canadian way. 
which was, eh, but they didn't get, they just got user. And we appreciate your transaction. Kindly check the order details below. And it's, you purchased $603.91 US dollars for Bitcoin. No delivery and handling for a total of 603.91. Reach out to us on one eight 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 two zero one blah 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 in case you change your mind. <laughs> that language has never been used in case you change your mind yeah. in a real email. Yeah, and reach out to us on is a clue that it's coming from outside North America because we would say reach out to us at. So <laughs> there's another clue. Oh, interesting. The scammers want you to call the toll-free number, which connects to a call center in India where they will pretend to be PayPal and will offer to reverse the charge. Ricky, but then they get you to log into your credit card account or bank account so you can see the reversal go through. They ask to see your screen. Of course. But then they manipulate the screen and they get you to type in the amount of the, of the refund. Yep. And then they go, oh, you pressed an extra zero. So instead of $603, now you're getting 60300 Yeah. And then they pressure you mm-hmm. to either courier them the difference or mm-hmm. to go and buy gift cards. And I know that sounds stupid. Who would do that? Well, we still get them in the store weekly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. London yep. Drugs, that was one of the things. You were the first store chain to sit there and put in a policy that if people come and ask to buy gift cards of more than X dollar value, they have to speak to a manager who takes you aside to find out why, because in most cases... Certain cards is even baked into the system. We can't even sell you more than a certain value. Like Steam ones are a very yeah. large problem right now. You can't buy more than $100 worth of Steam in a till within like half an hour of itself. Really? So you yeah. can't do... I can't what? even override it as the boss. Oh, okay. now that's smart. Frustrating for people. Frustrating at Christmas very, time. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an unfortunate evil, so... Yeah. Anyway, never call phone numbers in emails or texts like this. If it was a real charge and you thought, well, Jesus, did I do something? You could check your credit card or bank account statement. But yeah. no, or, or go directly to your PayPal, right? This is pretending to be from PayPal? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. And the other one that I thought was an interesting one, um, watch out for emails that appear to be coming from a relative or friend with a link supposedly to pictures for you. I put two in there. Screenshot of the first one from my friend Chris. It's not from Chris. It's coming from an address <laughs> .ro, Romania. And then farther down, I put in one there from .gt. I had to look that one up. It's from an email address at .gt. I'm thinking you might recall these two ladies, and it's got a web link. Okay, geography time. Either of you want to try .gt? Uh, you, gave, you gave us the easy one, Romania, gt. Uh, Ricky, if you got something, I'm... South America? Well, uh, well, I was going to say Guatemala. But yes, very oh, good. Okay. Hey, there nice. you go. If you're wondering why they do these foreign countries, because the governments there are kind of busy keeping the lights on, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, on the water running, and these scams are pumping millions of dollars into the economy of that country. Yep. And that's you know, means fewer people that they have to try and feed with tax dollars, so that's why they look the other way. Yeah, exactly. Drives me crazy. So thank you to Betty. Thank you to Chris for for sending those ones there. Um, One other one here, and these are for those of you especially who have Android devices. And I know you hear us talk about this a lot, why we love iPhones and iPads, but these just keep coming up. So Google has removed a raft of popular apps from its Play Store after Mm. discovering they contained malware. Unfortunately, by the time they discovered that, I actually checked three places to make sure this was not a typo. These apps had been downloaded more than 420 million people before the discovery. 
Most of these apps are video editing apps. So I don't know if Ricky knows any. Do you want to go through the list here? The, this is an item number five here. I see it. I don't. Well, can, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Do you want me to read them off? Oh, <laughs> these are hilarious yeah. names. Uh, uh, noise. N o i z z. Zapia. Vfly. Mvbit. Beugo. <laughs> Crazy Drop. Cashzine. Fizo Novel. Cashem and Tick. Okay, I put a link in there. <laughs> so like a it, list of rapper names. Yes, yeah, yeah. and they're aimed at young. They're aimed at younger people. But if you recognize yeah. any of those names, um, please go and check the list. If you have the app, uninstall it immediately. Restart your phone, and if you want it back, go back to the Play Store, and if it's there, reinstall it. Some of them are not there anymore. Period. Others, yeah. they just made them do a clean version. So are they claiming that the fact that they're back, they're claiming that we were attacked and somebody injected this malware, but we, it's not our fault as a company. That's what they're claiming. That's why they're they're back? Or because you think that we just pull these apps and say, <laughs> no yeah, way. Do it again. Well, some yeah. of the developers, yeah, it looks like some of the developers got scammed because okay. they have other really good apps. So Google's, I don't know, that's that, that one there. Uh, and there's one other one unrelated to that because it has a different problem. This is the iRecorder screen recorder app. Again, only on Android phones or tablets. Delete it immediately. Security researchers have discovered that an update to the app turned it into a malicious software that turns on your phone's microphone and uploads what it records to foreign servers every 15 minutes. Wow, that's a big one. Yeah. Really up your data plan per month, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even thought of that part. There you go. So again, these are all linked in the show notes. If you're driving, walking, biking, whatever, those are items four, five, and six in the show notes. That's why we put them there. One last one on security, then we'll put that aside for the rest of the show, unless you have any questions or problems. An example of why we encourage you to update an iPhone to the latest version of iOS Ricky, they've discovered a significant security hole in iPhones running the earlier iOS versions up to 15.7. Mm. They fixed that when 16 came out last fall. Mm -hmm. And I checked the numbers. Apple says 81% of active iPhones are now on iOS 16. But if you do the math, mm -hmm. that means 19% are not, including 8% of iPhones which could be upgraded. So when people come in and ask you, is it still okay to use my, my older iPhone? What do you, where, where do you draw the line in Ricky's world? Um, it's always a discussion, and normally it comes around of what is our usage for said device. Is this just in case of an emergency call or texting the grandkids or something along those lines? Yeah, you might be okay, but don't do anything banking-related, don't do anything money-related, nothing real personal accounts, that kind of thing. Yeah. So... And that's so kind of where I draw it. I'd say it's I kind of give them the warnings and I say don't do anything important on this if you're sticking with this, but I understand it's a cheap alternative or something you don't have money yeah. for for something else. If your iPhone cannot be upgraded beyond 15.7, that means it's more than 6 years old and should be replaced with the newer and it doesn't have to be Brian a new iPhone, just a newer iPhone. Right. Yeah. That's uh but Apple is still supporting. Like they're, you know, we're, they haven't dropped 15 yet. They're still doing. We're still getting some of these security patches to it. Mm, yeah, special ones. So when the last big security patch came out earlier this month, mm -hmm. Apple released a special update for older devices. But they yep. said this is only we can only do part of it. Mm, some mm -hmm. of the stuff we can't fix on your <laughs> phone. It doesn't have the chip that will do that. I'd love to know more about what the specific vulnerabilities are. 
to the, s- to decide if like it is you yeah. know where do you draw that line when Ricky's having that conversation about yeah. like do you do your banking on your phone or is it this or like you know if you're just yeah. the average user you know so how much when, does it affect you so whenever we put into the show notes the link for an update and say hey here's 15 point what are we on 16.5 yep. mm-hmm. when I put that in I always put a link to the Apple page which is geeky beyond belief <laughs> and it tells you what we fixed specifically in this update so if I'll find the date when we did 16.5 it was just a couple of weeks ago and there's always the link there yeah so Brian's just brought it up on the screen about the security content of iOS 16.5 an iPad OS 16.5. Okay, yep. And so if you go down, it's going to list. And you'll see that this one is a long list. Well, and it gives you credit to the people that help them discover it. And it tells you what this flaw will do. Okay, so there's one you've brought up under that one there. Yeah, under security. So uh, the impact of this one is an app may be able to access user-sensitive data. So a weakness there that could be... Kind of big one. Yeah. Yeah, user-sensitive data. Yeah, uh, so that's the kind of thing. And that, and that's that, pretty cool. Yeah, so <laughs> so that's why. So we never want you to spend money you don't need to spend. But if and and the security and I put this into the notes, item eight in the show notes. Security as concerns aside, a phone that is more than six years old is going to struggle to run more and more apps, as the app developers are expecting a much more powerful phone. And in some cases, you'll really find the time, because I'm sure you get people coming into the store doing this, saying, hey, I want to use WhatsApp. I went to use WhatsApp. It told me to update WhatsApp. When I tapped on update, it basically said, you can't get this update. Yep. Mm -hmm. So So that's why back to those original kind of comments is if they're not using it for additional applications, if they're not using it for really anything other than kind of a talk and text, yeah, but pretty much anything else. Um, Even as we see screen sizes change and button layouts and what the phone can do power-wise. You're very much seeing it. Speaking of talk and text, uh, Ricky and Brian have been doing some homework, something that we talked about just briefly last weekend. I wanted to mention it again. If you're going to the USA, and we'll take this after the break, we now have the first carrier in Canada that's giving you Canada-US calling and worldwide texting at a really good rate. How does $50 a month sound? When we continue, but we are live on Saturday morning. We'd love to help you out if you've got any questions or challenges for us. Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a home phone, 107010 anywhere in Canada by text. Please include your first number in there, your first name in there somewhere, rather, 107010, and emails to techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. 23 after the hour on Tech Talk. CFAX 1070, we love bargoons. Great deal if you go to the USA often. Freedom Mobile, which is now owned by Quebec-based Videotron, is offering a $50 a month plan, which gives you 40 gigabytes of data per month and unlimited calling and global texting and picture messaging. And the plan, Ricky, covers both Canada and the U.S. Um, I think it said international. I'll look it up again, but... yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that was one of the key questions was we had to, Ricky went and found the fine print. So the texting and picture messaging is... I think it's all global. It's global. I'm, I'm going to their site, so hold Yeah, hold and the second, calling but. is Canada-US, to and from, in both places. You can go to the US, call Canada, you can be in Canada, call the US, and obviously you can call same same country you're in. And so, Brian, you heard us talking about this last week. I didn't realize this, but you were going to go and, and check it out, thinking it was better for you and Juna? Yes, I'm going to... I think I'm going to do it. I just... I, so I call them. They're not able to do it over the phone. They say you have to either do it with chat through our website or go in in person. 
Um, I was going to try to do it over chat while we're live here, so I'll I'll, okay. I'll report. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're a glutton for punishment. Uh, he really is, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do a porting because you're actually changing carrier, the end of the result will be same phone number, new company. But to get you there, they basically have to. The CRTC mandated that carriers must do this. Originally, they used to be a week. Then they said 48 hours. Then they got it down to 24 hours. Now, in most cases, it happens within... Uh, it should be 20 minutes, pretty yeah. much. Sometimes um, there's... It really comes down to, let me rephrase, um, it comes down to the customer themselves. You get a text message from your carrier saying, is this you trying to do number report, which is a safety measure of what was brought in. Thank God. As long as you respond to that within the hour and a half window it gives you, yep. golden. If you miss that hour and a half, then good luck. We're in for a wild yeah. ride. <laughs> yeah, so right away. And when they say reply yes, reply yes in all capitals. I recommend you go in and do it there because what literally happens is your phone number gets put into, if you will, a Communications United Nations um, uh, zone. And so the other carrier can then retrieve it from there. So it's not that, in this case, TELUS hands it to uh, Freedom. They put it into a United Nations area, which Freedom can then take it from. Not until you've confirmed the text message, right. though. One, and yeah. once the confirmation is done through the text message, yeah, you really don't have that need for that number anymore. That's right. So you get a temporary number that covers you so you can send and receive phone calls while you're waiting for the new carrier to take it over. So that's why, uh, Brian, I recommend that people go and do this. So you brought it up on the screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. once I'm another step in, um, it does say unlimited 40 gigs, Canada, U.S., um, and you got a check mark for talk and text, but it doesn't specify the global there. It's on their actual plan. When you go to their plans, um, it, all of their text says global text. And oh, that's I've got awesome. it right here. Yeah. Because um, this is something. global text picture and video. Because this is something I did not realize that when you're with Bell. Rogers tell us the main carriers yeah. <laughs> they've quietly changed it now so even though they include unlimited Canada wide calling unlimited incoming calls from anywhere in the world the texting is now nationwide it used to be global and now they're it's not I a blanket can't say rule. in good honesty that I remember it ever being global yeah well I know my plan is you they've made plans that are global yeah but majority of their plans yeah. have always been nationwide. If you go to their budget carriers... The <laughs> That's where it gets fun. Yeah, the Kudos, the Fidos, the Virgin Plus, yep. they... Include global. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's really based around, you have to remember, each of these branding within the umbrella of the parent company yep. have their target audiences. Yes. Um, and a lot of that kind of Kudo, Virgin, Fido... Um, tends to be a lot of international students and a lot of people from overseas that end up in that carrier bracket. Yes. Um, and without a, some sort of global communication, they're going to go elsewhere. So that's kind of why that's built it up the way it is. And that is also happening with um, other things. For example, if you have a 5G smartphone, item 14 in the show notes, you now have a surprising new option for service. TELUS is adding 5G service to its ultra-budget public mobile brand, but strangely, not to its budget kudo plan. So that has got people between that and the fact that TELUS is offering kudo customers a $10 a month discount if they switch from kudo to TELUS. That is raising questions about the future of kudo. The Ricky thinks this is just marketing. Um, as I've told you yesterday, yeah. but as soon as I, as you text me, you're like, oh, yeah, kudo. And I'm like, what? So I had to go look at the show notes immediately. Yeah. Um, they've been doing this pretty, I would say, for 10 years at least. 
Um, there's always a K2T offer, which is the migration. There's a yeah. P2K. Okay. There is a, um, what's, it's Kudo. Yeah. yeah. So you could go from public to Kudo, you'd save $10 a month. Then yeah. you go from Kudo to Telus, you'd save $10 a month for your two years. It's always just encouraging you to okay. move to the more expensive plan. Okay. But Telus adding 5G to public mobile, the ultra budget plan, and not to their budget doesn't Kudo plan? surprise me as much as you might think because their actual clientele for public mobile is yep. a very tech savvy clientele which is why they move public mobile out of storefronts and back to online only. Okay. Um, so mm -hmm. giving those more tech-oriented people a faster internet does more for them than giving it to their budget plan, which they still want you to move from Kudo to Telus to get 5G. So that's how they encourage you to keep moving through the system. Ah, okay. And we have an important update for you for the Rogers Shaw migration as well when we continue after a news update on Tech Talk. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Ricky Winter, who's come in on his day off from the Tilcom Mall London Drugstore, where he is the tech experience manager, and Brian Pavlicich, our technical producer and more. You've been chatting on the air, Brian, with off the air with people getting getting problems solved? Uh, yeah, we were just talking about uh, sharing your iCloud, fo iCloud photos with your friends and if they, you know, using shared albums. Mm. Yes. Eitan Rubini will be with us two weeks from now and we're going to go through that and we're also going to go through one important thing. Judy will get you on the phone in a sec, but one important thing, a lot of you, understandably, um, freaked out when you got the email from Apple telling you that they're shutting down their old My Photo Stream service at the end of July. I must have had, I don't know, <laughs> 20 or 30 phone calls, texts, and emails. That only applies to people who have a Mac. And, Brian, that only applies to people with a Mac who never switched to iCloud Photos many years ago, which most people did. Yeah, the Photo Stream wasn't that great. That's why most people <laughs> switched. But yeah. those of you that do not like changing you know who you are, then <laughs> if you are on a Mac and you are still using my photo stream, please make the change so you don't lose anything. Um, Atan will go through the, um, the steps with us in two weeks. If you want to get it done uh, in the meantime, then please um, reach out to, to Brian. Uh, his contact info or David in the show notes. Not me because I'm not a Mac person. <laughs> uh, I don't know this one. I've asked. So I'm just updating the notes on the 17th. There we go. Okay, so to the phone lines and Judy's been waiting patiently. Hi, Judy. Hi, Alan. How are we doing? Uh, well, I was wanting to send over 100 photos that I took when I was away to somebody else who want, would like to have them. Yes, you have an iPhone. I do. And you have OneDrive from Microsoft, which is what puts the pictures you take on your iPhone into your computer. And so that makes it really even easier. Well, I'll get Brian's take on this, but I would simply go into your OneDrive app, go into your photos in the bottom right, and if they're all in a folder, you can just simply share the folder. If not, then you just simply select the photos, swiping across the screen until they all have a blue check mark. And then you go share. And it sends them a link. Oh. That's the easiest way to do it. And that works for not just photos. That works for videos, documents, anything that you have stored on your Microsoft OneDrive. doesn't matter whether you're on Android, Apple, 
Windows. It's oh, oh, Judy has her syncing with OneDrive? Yes. Oh, okay, so you, you know Judy. You know what? Yeah, that's a nice to voice, yeah. <laughs> but, but, if not, but if not, let's compare that. So again, you go to the, if you want to share the entire folder, like let's say you have all those photos in a folder called Spain 2022. You can just hold your finger on the Spain 2022 album, go share. Now, the one thing by default that I don't like, and so I always emphasize it, because you're sharing with somebody you trust, the default option is to let them edit that folder. Mm -hmm. So if Ricky and I went on vacation together and had a shared folder, he can go in at night and take out the pictures of him he doesn't like and <laughs> add in some extra ones. So it says can edit. You just tap on that and you change it to can view. And mm -hmm. then you send them the link. Okay. That's not a bad idea. But if, if, like in this case, you went on a trip with a bunch of, pe bunch of people, you give them all the can edit option, yeah, and, and you they just all, all pile your photos in. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and then you go through late at night and take out the ones you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just need you to understand that can edit means add, crop, delete. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is delete from that album. They won't. They can't touch the copies in your library. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah, at <laughs> so least. you still have the photos. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that's the method, Judy, for I would suggest for you to do that. So now, Brian, for doing that on iCloud photo sharing. Yeah. Uh, the well, so, so if you're doing it in the app, you would just create a shared album and then add your friends to the album, which is this way we're talking about. Yeah. But then you can also just, it's really easy to just sign into iCloud.com, and you can view all your different iCloud stuff through there, your email, your mm -hmm. backed, other backed up info. Um, but just you can do a hit select again and just pick, 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 pick all the photos you want or drag and select and hit download um, if yeah. you want to grab like yeah. physical downloaded copies. But something that I think most people would want to do. So if you simply go to photos and, it, and, and you go to albums yep. and then you go plus and it gives you three choices, new album, new folder, new shared album. Oh, yes. And that's where you create it there. Oh, it's yes, not creating we extra copies. It's not filling up your phone with extra mm -hmm. copies of the photos. It's drawing mm -hmm. a little electronic strings to where they're stored in your your photos. Yeah, it's almost yeah. it's like it's tagging every one of those photos as being in this album, and then when it goes to that album, it says display everything that's tagged with this album name. Yeah. It says, oh yes, yeah, so sorry. I guess we were overlapping there. Yeah. You were talking about the OneDrive version, <laughs> yeah. and I was talking about the iCloud version. Yeah. And they're very similar in that you can you know. Yeah invite people and then they can edit the album as well. Yeah. But that's the way to go through to do it. When you invite people, and I've never done this, so excuse my ignorance, um, if either of you know this, when you create a shared album on iCloud Photos and mm -hmm. share it, do they do they automatically get edit privileges and can you take that away? I believe so. Let me just never add put pressure something. on you there. <laughs> yeah, never done that <laughs> one. Yeah. There's an album, so let's say I'm going to share an album of our dog with Alan. Yes, okay. Um, da, da, da. So... This is the real-life example, oh so Brian's walking through it, performance okay, pressure people. on the air. I'm going to invite Alan. And then how oh, do I... He wants to send it to your Outlook. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that, too. Uh, we'll send it to your phone. Okay. Okay, I'm going to hit Add. Mm -hmm. There's Alan's Invited, and if I click on you... Oh, you, I think you're just default. Scri subscribers can post public notifications. Uh, so there's just a subscribers can post toggle for the album altogether. I don't think I can give one person okay. editing privileges or not. Okay. It doesn't look like it. So by default I get editing privileges? I think so. Okay, so be careful of that. Let's yeah, I don't know if you can remove someone's Oh mind you, same thing that you said, Ricky. Even if somebody who who gets editing privileges does delete the photos from the shared album, mm -hmm. they're still in your phone. You still have them. They haven't deleted them from you. Yeah. Okay. 
So you're covered either way. There you go, Jay. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so two different options um, to try out. And I'll get a hold about about your laptop um, later today, and we'll pick a day this coming week. Judy's got issues with that. We'll sort that one out. There you go. Okay, quick break. When we come back for more, we will go into the important change that Rogers has made for people coming over from Shaw on the $0 plan. Welcome back to Tech Talk on CFAX with Alan and Ricky and Brian. So if you're a Shaw Mobile customer, as we've been saying for um, several weeks now, happily, you can migrate over to the more robust Rogers National Network now if you want at the same price you're currently paying. And as we were very happy to report last week, the great news is that Rogers is promising not to raise that rate for five years. Now, there is one important change to what we told you about. And all the details are in last week's show notes because there's a whole list of of things you need to do and not do. Um, But there is one key change. And this is if you are on a Shaw Mobile $0 plan with no monthly data where you buy a gigabyte of data if you want it and it's good for um, up to a month or up to three months rather for 10 bucks. As Rogers doesn't have an equivalent plan, you will be bumped up to a one gigabyte per month plan still at $0. And that rate is guaranteed, Ricky, for one year. The other plans where you're paying money per month are guaranteed for five years. That was the deal. Because you're not paying any money, they're giving you a gigabyte of month for free. So that's $120 saving. That's guaranteed for one year. The key is at the end of that year, if you switch (laughs) to this plan, put a reminder into your calendar for just shy of one year to make a decision to either get a new plan or turn off cellular data because your data cap at the end of one year will be dropped to 200 megabytes and the overage charges are hefty. Wow. So I literally did that. I switched my what was my old Shaw home number over to a Shaw mobile number, and then mm, 10 days ago went down and changed that to a Rogers number. So I'm mm. now getting one gigabyte per month for free just mm. so I can test out the service, compare it to TELUS for people that say which is better in my area, things nice. like that. Makes sense. But I've put a reminder into my calendar for 353 <laughs> uh, days to yeah. make a decision about that plan. So that's nice. in the show notes. Item number 10. Many of you have texted and emailed asking questions about that. Uh, Follow-up from the segment before the break, we were talking, and I, I got a chance to tr- try it there. I wanted to clarify. Yes. Having a shared album and talking about... On iCloud about, photos. On iCloud, specifically. When you're sharing the album, you can both contribute, and there's that uh, that toggle switch for the whole album altogether, which was, can the other people contribute or not? Yes. But you can only delete your own photos, because I was able to go into my shared albums, yep. and I can see if someone else uploaded it, there's no delete option. If I did, I can delete it, and it will say... Okay, so Juna can upload the photos. She, she can delete the photos she uploaded. You yep. can delete the photos that you uploaded, but she can't delete yours and vice versa. So if she puts some real ugly ones of me, I can't remove them right. unless I get her phone. There's no <laughs> such thing as ugly photos of you. Come on. Yeah, there you go. No, that's, <laughs> enough, that, that's, enough, that's a really comforting um, thing. Yeah. Right. I think that's, that's the way it should be. That makes total yeah. sense to me. But what you can do as the owner of the shared album is you can decide whether they're allowed to upload or just look at. So if you want to mm-hmm. share it with your parents... Mm-hmm. You can just let them see what you and Juna and the baby are up to, Yep. but they can't upload anything themselves, or can, depending on your choice. And you can change that at any time. Right. I think if, if everybody's an iPhone user, that's the easiest way to share albums. Yep. Albums, it's so great. 
Yeah, and that's the thing, Judy, when you're listening, because I didn't ask you the person on the other end with whom you want to share. Do they have an iPhone or do they have an Android? Because that would make it. The OneDrive one works well on any platform. Mm-hmm. This one that, that Brian's mentioning only works iPhones, iPads, and Macs. I find that OneDrive album can be non-intuitive. I definitely get, find some people get that link and they go, what the heck do I do with yeah, this? Yeah, I agree. I yeah. actually tell people to write it into the email. Th- click on this link. It will give you access to the photos from Hawaii. If yeah. you want to download any, click on download in the upper left. And mm-hmm. then they go, oh, okay, got that one there. Okay, so lots of... Now, one other thing, because Ricky is really good on knowing the smartphone stuff. If you have a 5G smartphone and need lots of data... Rogers and Bell, Ricky, are now both offering a 50-gigabyte plan for $65 a month, giving you twice as much data as TELUS. So that's great competition. We like to see that. Yeah, and as always, in a few days, we'll see everything renegotiate itself and be the same. Hopefully, yeah, that's normally the way it works. So probably by this time <laughs> next weekend, we'll have an update in the show notes. I put a chart in there, courtesy of iPhoneInCanada.com, item number 13. So you see the various plans, and you will see that the bottom end now, there are no more 15-gig-a-month plans from Rogers, Telus, Bell. The cheapest one is the $65 plan. And again, as I say, Telus is currently at 25 gigs. Rogers and Bell are at 65. Bell just added a $70 plan for 55 gigs. All three have an $85 plan for 75 gigs. And then if you are going to the U.S. a lot, then there is a 150 gig plan, $105 a month, Canada, U.S. So we were just talking about the Freedom Mobile plan for 50. (laughs) That's a no-brainer. Yeah, but that's the competition yeah. that we've all been talking about, saying this is what we want. This is the importance, and this is where everybody that was crying about this merger and saying it was so bad for consumers, like, look at what's yeah. happening here. This is the fourth mobile market. So I will give them, in terms of home internet services, we didn't get that. Right. We got we, This is specifically, we got Videotron taking over Well, not yet, here. because Videotron bought VMware. Okay. And that will be their provider of home internet oh, and they TV. Getting, they are getting into that game. Yes. Now that's Quebec, so they've got to roll this out across Canada and make those deals for multilingual French and English and all that. So that's going to be this fall or this winter. But that is oh. coming. They will very soon be that bundle deal that you get from TELUS and from, mm-hmm. we were getting it from Shaw, uh, <laughs> yeah. and and soon Rogers. But you think you think this... That soon. I was, I was thinking, like, okay, five years by the time they No, make they that bought the company here. and they're out there. No, they just have to roll it out. Uh, Bell is the only one that doesn't, ironically, our parent company <laughs> here at CFAX, they do not offer internet service to consumers mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. Western Canada. So that's, we'll see if they follow up with, with that one there. There's, the, there's that competition thing. So, um, one other one before we take a break. I love the videos that you send me, uh, and I love sharing them, and I really appreciate the fact that you don't just watch them, you take the time to share. This is one of my favorites, and, and this is why I love YouTube, because a bunch of people with, a, with an idea <laughs> can go out there and make it happen. So video, um, imagine building a scale model of time. We've done space, but time. Video number 40 shows how Wiley and his friends spent several years, years, planning and prepping and then went to a dry lake bed in the Mojave with a ton of LED lights and little watch batteries and a drone and pulled it off in an incredibly profound way. 
With a big open space like this lake bed, you can take the years of the history of the universe and translate it into distance. So double check my math. 200 lights to be safe. How long did you say a kilometer was? We're gonna build two models. We're gonna build a model of the history of human civilization and then we'll build another model that shows the history of the universe. This is, uh, I'll be honest, this video made me cry, caught me off guard last night. It's that powerful, Ricky. It's really cool. The 6.9 kilometer long trail of LED lights, gaffing tape to watch batteries, and they had to set it up to do this uh, at dusk so they would be able to show the scale with the, with the drone. And it really... Uh, makes you realize just how tiny uh, a speck we are in the in the existence of time. It's one thing for space, but time. Yeah, it was. It's really cool. Especially when you slam those two together. Not only is it this long, but it's also this small. <laughs> and the way they figured out how to show it on screen, how to capture it with the drone, and how to put overlays of the pictures showing as time goes by, and we learn to walk, we learn to cook, we. You know, and then at the, I'll give you one spoiler. He sits there and he holds up the model that they've created, and he said, "Yeah." And in this entire thing of six point nine kilometers long, your and my time on Earth is the thickness of a human hair. Yeah. Less than a human hair. Less than a human hair. Yeah. And then they ask him, "How are you feeling?" And he's put all this work in, it and he starts crying. You know, he says he realized what he pulled off. I mean, this is just a bunch of people that had this idea and went out and did this uh, and spent the time. And, you know, most of us would have given up, but uh, they, actually, they actually pulled it off in there. I just thought that was really well. There's a really great video as well after you watch it. Try and watch it up on a big screen if you can, not on your phone or your tablet. Watch, go to YouTube. If you don't want to go to the link, it's item 40 in the show notes. There's two links there. But just go to YouTube and search for To Scale Time. And yeah, it's what's it's funny. It's like it's cool that they did this, but this is like when you choose to do um, what is it called, like physical effects versus digital, because yeah. especially with AI, you could have got this desert shot generated, drawn the dots, and and done all this timeline stuff in a day. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's it what makes it person. more profound: the fact that this is not some company, this is not some government organization with a grant. This is a bunch of people that had this dream vision mm -hmm. and executed it oh which i think it's cool yeah. i just also i can't help but say well technically i could have done this in an afternoon with the right software <laughs> yeah Let's but i see what you have next week then brian uh -oh. <laughs> okay, okay. okay i gotta buy some software <laughs> there you go. anyway it, it's in the show notes there for you do do check that out thanks to everybody several of you sent that one there by the way for those of you that are new to the show notes because i keep getting people which is really awesome at the very bottom of the show notes we started this during the pandemic. There is a sign that somebody found. This is one that Peter found there about not feeding the alligators. Welcome back to Tech Talk and right back to the phone lines and Maddie. Hi, Maddie. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks very much for having me. A question about uh, this phone that somebody just told me about thermal imaging phone yeah. called Blackview 6600 Pro. It's by a company called FLIR. Um, fire departments love FLIR, F-L-I-R, because they make the devices that they would use. Electricians also use it. If you say, I smell a sense of something burning, but I can't really 
find any smoke or anything, Ricky, they will go and use this device yeah. and discover that the wiring in the wall in a particular spot is starting to is starting to short. So you can now so Flair has now got into the phone market. They make a particular phone for doing this. What would you do with it if I handed you one? What would you use it for, Maddie? Well, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, so it's just more of a hobby. The it's guy not... said that the fellow who told me onto it said that you can uh, see what's going on outside your house at nighttime and see if there's oh. burglars, for example. Oh, because of thermal imaging. Yeah, yes, you can see if that's a deer or a burglar, uh, anything like that. Yeah, um, you can also get thermal imaging apps that you can just put right onto your current phone. They're not as good oh. as this technology, but if that's what you're wanting it for, if you want to see if that's a deer or a human hiding in the bushes out there, you can just get a thermal imaging app. Uh, you can get free ones and you can get paid ones. Anybody that's got experience, when we take a break for the news, but if anybody's got experience with a thermal imaging app, ones to avoid or ones that you love, mm-hmm. please um, call us, text us, email us while we're live on Saturday, star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a landline, text to 107010. I know there's some good ones out there, but I don't know which ones to recommend, so see if you can help us. Hour number two coming up. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. This is the second half of our June 3rd and 4th edition of Tech Talk for 2023. It is Oak Bay Tea Party weekend. Folktoria going down on Sunday for the corn on the cob and the bear and the beef. And I'll let my nose follow me through Centennial Square <laughs> for Folktoria on Saturday after the show is finished. It's so great to have so many events going back on. We even have our first ever street festival of the season. It's been a long time, Ricky, since we had a a street festival here. This is the first one ever. It's Upper Fort Street Fest on Fort between Vancouver and Cook. This is Saturday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. The street will be closed to vehicles and bicycles from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So lots of stuff. Also, the Harbor Cats having their season opening weekend. I think they won quite handily on Friday night at Kamloops North Paws, 13 to 3, I think it was. Fireworks Saturday night, and then a triple header. They'd do another one on Sunday. Lots of stuff going on. There we go. Ricky is with us. If you're just tuning in, Ricky is Ricky Winter. He is the tech experience manager at the London Drugstore in Tillicum Mall. And Brian Pavlicich is our technical producer and more. Lots of stuff. We're going through the show notes here. There's a bunch of important security stuff. If you're just tuning in for the second half of the show, please, if you get a moment, go to shownotes.ca, typed into your address bar, and that will redirect you to a really long address at onedrive.live where you'll find the show notes. There are nine security things there, bad things that you want to avoid by learning about that. So, Brian, you are going to go down and try this Freedom Mobile deal for Canada-US? Uh, yes, yeah, I was just in the process of chewing out the uh, the chat person who was not being very helpful. <laughs> oh, okay, so messaging, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, they kept being like, you have to come down in store. And I was like, no, I'm doing, the whole point is I'm doing this line da- online. I have a baby. I'm not going to go sit in store and do this with yeah. you. If I'm not doing it if you can't do this. Uh, and I guess the thing is, I accidentally s- I sent in the credit card info for my shared credit card. Yeah. 
uh, not my person, my, my own personal personal one. So they said, oh, because of your credit card, you have to come down in person. I said, okay, oops, sorry. I'll give you my personal one so you can do a credit check. Uh, I can't change it once it's in the system. So, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm going to try starting over. If this doesn't work, I'm just not going to go with you guys because that's a pain. Yeah, but anyway. you want to surrender to win. You want to get this good uh, deal. This I don't is- think you know me. I do not surrender to win. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I, stand. I knew that would push a button when yeah. I said that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what's this red button do? If, if they <laughs> They are a pain in doing this. I don't want to move to them. Like that's it's yeah yeah. yeah. This problem is it's pretty soon I'm going to be out of carriers because they all frustrate me so much. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> anyway. there's a message there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the common thread here? <laughs> uh, anyway, here's the story. Uh, but this is a really good deal, and so it's and that's really cool that Brian wants to try it. He's not just doing it for the benefit of you, the listeners. He really wants this himself. But this is the first of its of its type here, and we're hoping, Ricky, that. The Telus Bell Rogers. If enough people do this, if they don't get frustrated and sign up for this, then the others would come up with some variation. Because right now, that equivalent plan is a hundred and five dollars on Telus Bell or Rogers, and this is fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, it's fifty-five with a five-dollar digital discount for having your bill on auto payments, things like that. But even so. 55 versus 105 that's mm-hmm. not even that's not even, not even close ballpark. and that's 40 gigs of data and we checked this covers you anywhere in Canada via the Rogers network and anywhere in the US including Alaska and Hawaii I checked on AT&T yeah so that pretty well checks all the all the boxes there yeah, and just speaking to what you were just speaking to, um, like off air for a while there, yeah. you were like, "Oh, look, like Rogers Bell have sixty five dollars um, for fifty, and Telus is twenty five. And my joke was, "Oh yeah, give it three days, like Telus yeah. match them." That's why we keep talking about the power of a fourth carrier, a fifth carrier, however many it's going to end up being one day. Yes, um, is if they're doing this for fifty, fifty five, whatever we want to call it. What does that do to shift the entire conversation, um, especially now that Videotron is more Canada wide than what Shaw was? Uh-huh. Because um, we found before in provinces where, uh, what are they called, Sa- uh, Saskatel, other things like mm-hmm. that, is there was always unique market plans for those provinces yes. that were more aggressive than the rest of Canada yeah. because there was actual competition. Yeah, Quebec was always a really good model of Correct. that. Correct. They have so, really good. Their rates are on average 20% lower than the rest of the country. So, yeah, this is a start, so stay tuned. But in the meantime, to snap that plan up. And we'll see how many people pick it up. Uh, so again, uh, that is it's in the show notes, or you can just go and search for Freedom Mobile. It's splashed right across their, right across their front page there. Canada and U.S. calling to and from, and the texting is not only text messages but pictures and videos as well, and that's global. So if you got somebody in Spain. Then, then yep. you're covered there as well. That's an important one. A couple other deals that we found in helping people with other things. Malwarebytes Premium Anti-Malware, which we love. It just saves so much grief <laughs> on bad stuff. One-year license, good for three devices, any combination of Windows, Mac, and Android. $35, that's $20 off at Staples stores and online through June 13th. If you'd like to buy it somewhere else, they wherever the other store is, as a general rule, they would match as long as there is stock at Staples. Only Staples seems to carry a five license pack. So if you've got a family where you've got multiple devices, so you've got Android phones mm-hmm. and Windows and all that, or Macs, five licenses on sale for $56, save $28 till June 13th. You can't match that at London Drugs because you don't carry that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so if you got a five, there we go. 
One other one that we keep looking for, the new model of the Epson EcoTank printer has just arrived, the ET2400. I have not physically seen it. I've only seen it online. But in the meantime, it's it's the the cheapest of the of the ones they've made so far at 300 bucks. But meanwhile, the $330 ET2800 printer mm-hmm. copier scanner, which comes with bottles of ink good for literally two years worth of printing, is on sale. $300, $30 off at both London Drug Stores and Staples Stores this weekend. And you have some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, what's on sale this week? So I sent them a stack of EcoTank printers at different price points. Yes. Um, but it seems like the entire run is about $30 off right now. So if you've been waiting for an EcoTank, now's probably the time. They don't really Oh, so go the other models sale. as well. Okay. Yeah, so the other stacks would have saw reduced prices as well. Yep. So. The key difference, uh, Brian, between the models is where the paper comes from. The budget model, the paper comes in through the top. Yep. So if you're going to put it in a drawer, which don't really recommend, but sometimes that just works, yeah, then yeah. it's going to stick out from the top. So yeah. you might want to spend more money to get one where the paper tray goes underneath. Yeah, for sure. Or you could be a cupboard or something, which is, yeah. I mean, I always try to conceal as much as I can. Yeah. So, uh, And then the pages always end up flopping Floppy. over the yeah. top, <laughs> and then that page is shaped like that even yeah. once you print yeah. on it. So If you're the, going to the, print, on the other hand, on cardstock, or if you're going to print on photo paper, you want a model that feeds through the top because if it feeds through the bottom, it can't curl to go through the printhead. It's too stiff to do that. So do they actually have different ratings for uh, paper thickness on those models? They do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you want, if you're going to print cardstock or if you're going to print photo paper, then please make sure you get one of the models that prints that feeds through the top. There we go. But those are really good. We love those. Uh, And I really encourage you not to buy ink because a lot of people <laughs> were brought up Ricky buying yep. a printer and buying spare ink because they're going to need it soon yep. no <laughs> it's going to sit there on the shelf for literally I've got clients in Gordon Head mm-hmm. that w- I was there helping them with some other stuff they are two years and seven months yep. since they bought their EcoTank printer and the tanks are about half full still <laughs> yep they just have stopped printing a lot of stuff at the time. Income yep. tax is the big time. Of course. Income tax and Christmas cards. Yep. And that, and that's it. So And they have a package of, of ink that they bought uh, when it was on sale about two months after they got their printer, thinking they were going to need it. And that was literally two years, seven months ago. It's the best thing that Epson ever did for the printer market there. Yeah, we're seeing more and more customers picking it up nowadays, too. It's very much, ooh, I'm going to spend $100 on ink today, or do I look at the more expensive printer that's going to last me for years? Yes. Heads up for Monday, Apple will be holding their keynote event as part of WWDC, Worldwide Developer Conference, when all the geeks get together in (laughs) Cupertino and they're giving you an entire day to play with the new stuff. So now it's become clear, Ricky, that they're not just going to unveil the new iOS 17, iPadOS 17, tvOS 17, and macOS, but they're actually going to unveil, it looks like, a new Mac Pro and a new 15-inch MacBook Air. If that is as expected, and again, we'll find out 10 a.m. on Monday, you can watch the live stream. It'll be on the news. How soon would you get those traditionally? Because I've got a couple people who said to ask you, are there any deals on MacBooks? And I said, well, the stores are normally depleting inventory in anticipation. Um, <sighs> Put you on the spot. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, normally, no? we see new stuff within about two weeks. of. Probably depends. It really yeah. depends. Okay. Um, Apple's shipping stock situation has been awful for 
a year, a little bit less. Yeah, the supply chain stuff um, really So it's been things. a real rough run to guarantee okay. time arrivals. Um, but if you're interested, um, shoot me an email. I think it's here in the show notes. Yes. Or give me a call at the store and we can find out what you're after and what the timeline looks It'll like. It'll take a couple days after Apple announces it because Apple oh, will yeah. then say when the pre-order point is, when the delivery date is, and then the stores from there. But I guess the advice, Brian, would be if you're in the market for a Mac Pro or a MacBook Air, mm-hmm. hold off at least until the tea leaves become clear on Monday. Yes, yeah, exactly. at the very least, and then you'll know. Because yeah, Saturday, at, definitely don't do it before Monday if we're at this point. Yeah, and at the very least, and you might say, well, I don't really want to do it because that is going to push down the price of the current models, but the problem is there's not many left because everyone sort of... <laughs> yeah. This one was a little late, as in we didn't think there was going to be any hardware, and then all of a sudden, the last week and a half, yeah. do, were you anticipating... No. Okay, so there may so I, other retailers are probably saying there may still be some stock there that they that they didn't realize there. Uh, also, in anticipation of the passage of Bill C eighteen, mm-hmm. also known as the Online News Act, Meta is preparing to limit news content availability on Facebook and Instagram here in Canada to see if it can get the government to back down. Now they tried this in Australia, mm-hmm. and in the end, they made a deal. I heard California is doing the same thing now. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just spreading too much for them to keep kind yeah. of putting pressures on government. So we'll see what this looks like in a wider yep. scheme, I think. But So to find out what the reaction is, and mostly they want to find out how many of you reduce your usage of Facebook and Instagram because you get frustrated, as Brian was getting <laughs> frustrated with freedom. Um, <laughs> they've started test blocking news here in Canada for some of you. I've had three calls from people, texts from people saying, hey, I can't share this story with my cousin. Oh, okay. That's so you yeah. are part of, you are one of the people. They want to see how frustrated you get. Yeah, so, because I was like, I don't access news on Facebook or Instagram. I have a lot of people sites. Do. A lot of people live <laughs> but, on Facebook and I yeah. get it because it's really handy because that's how they connect with family but and friends. But the sharing aspect is neat because like there might be something I read somewhere else. I'm like, oh, cool. Like maybe I have to share this with people but it's the sharing aspect and I'm like, oh, yes. okay, that's how you So know. you'll get mm-hmm. a pop-up saying we're not letting you do this Yeah, yeah. because big bad Canadian government is being mean. Oh, Brian's pulling out his credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is texting away with Freedom Mobile company? seeing if he can get this $50 <laughs> Canada US Deal. So I hung up on the one chat guy, and then I ne- reinitiated. It was a manual, and then I reinitiated, and it was like searching for an agent. Uh, you've been connected with a manual. I was like, <laughs> oh damn it! And I did the like sweating and laughing emoji yeah. to him, and he just disconnected me right away. <laughs> <laughs> but now I've got. <laughs> Uh, Shanae, who seems to be much more helpful. <laughs> if only she knew that you're doing this on the air as well. Uh, okay. Um. Disconnected right away. Um, it's so funny. Brian's already going to have a flag to count. There we go. <laughs> yeah. One other thing that came out here, um, somebody was asking me, because, of course, they're going through hell in Halifax area. I think oh, yeah. The rains have finally come. Never have they wanted to see rain so much in Halifax. The forest fire situation. And so I got a call from somebody that's going to be going off on a road trip around B.C., which they haven't done in, like, 10 years. And they were worried about the forest fires, because we're really, knock on, well, it should be something not wood, that burns. Um, but basically, <laughs> we're not doing too badly on forest fires here. Fingers crossed. But if you're going to be going traveling here in BC, maybe not this weekend, but sometime this summer, there is a great new bcfiremap.com. Ricky hasn't seen it, so I'll punch it here and bring it up on the screen. Oh, cool. 
for you. Um, when it first you, it takes you to about that says always defer to and verify with official government sources. Just click on the BC Fire Map logo in the top left, and there's the map of BC, and you can see yes. that there are a whole bunch, and you can click on any one and find out more information. Uh, there is a fire at Babcock Creek, which is under control, caused by lightning, and started last Sunday at 2.06 p.m., for example. Things like that. They just click back on the logo, and you can zoom in. There is one really bad one uh, up there, and that's the evacuation order for Donnie Creek Fire that you've been hearing about on the news. So it just gives you some idea of what you're going, and it gives you evacuation orders, evacuation alerts, emergency evacuation centers, the perimeter, evacuation routes, all that stuff, and it even gives you Twitter news updates on that. So if I click on the near me, it will ask for my permission, and it zooms in. Oh, well, because we're on Bell, it takes me to Toronto. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, that's uh, what Victoria not looks like. like. <laughs> go back there. Anyway, bcfiremap.com, and it's electronically updated. Yeah, it's neat. So. It has, like, the response centers and stuff, too, for when you're having to, if you had to evacuate. Like, it's neat to be like, oh, oh actually, uh, where do I go? Oh, Yeah, cool. because if you're visiting Karameas and there's a fire and you go, you know. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that's a useful one there bcfiremap.com. That's item number 19 in the show notes there. Okay, quick break. We are live on Saturday morning. I know many of you are going to be listening to this on the podcast because there's so many awesome events going on uh, this weekend. That's cool. But if you are with us live on Saturday morning and have a text, an email, or a phone call, I promise we'll get you on the air right away if you phone. That would be star 1070 if you're on a mobile phone. 250-386-1161 if you're on a home phone. Texts to 107010. Please include your first name if you text back after this. 23 after the hour on the Oak Bay Tea Party edition of Tech Talk and somebody who calling in from the other end of the country would be Mr. Byer. Hi, Gary. Hey, guys. How you doing over there on the other coast? You're still on the left coast in Nova Scotia. I, I am here till, let me see, I fly out of Halifax on Monday and I arrive there on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you if you needed a pickup from the airport. Well, you can text me about that. Um, no, nah, I've got one. A buddy of mine's already volunteered, so yeah. Okay, uh, so you flew out there, so you didn't do the road trip this time, so you're on, you're on this Freedom Mobile plan now that we've been talking I, uh, about? The, the second it came online, I, uh, I received an email that said it was coming online from Freedom, and I logged onto my account, immediately saw how good the deal was, switched over to it, and you know the beautiful thing is I've got my, my, my 4G all across Canada right now because I'm still using a 4G phone. Yeah. Um, I've got data all the way across Canada. I'm getting no roaming charges or data charges uh, roaming onto the other networks as, as I roam into them. Because even here on the East Coast, freedom is a bit sparse. Yeah, uh, but now you're on the so, Rogers network as part of freedom because that's... Exactly. Pre- and so are you noticing a coverage difference in Nova Scotia? Oh, absolutely. I'm getting coverage where I've never seen coverage before. Yes. Nice. I love something that came up just talking to Gary was we were queuing him up. For Victoria, too, like you're co- constantly, everyone knows what it's like to be go down to Dallas and all of a sudden you've incurred roaming charges because you switched over. Yes. If you're on well, this exactly, plan, there's exactly. n- it's never going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you, you can, can happily go out to Isuk and use the USA coverage and not have to worry. Kick onto Nia Bay somewhere and you'll still be fine. That's awesome. Great exactly. stuff. So no, it's 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 an amazing plan. The pricing is phenomenal. It's it's this is the kind of competition that I think the competition bureau was worried we wouldn't get. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden it's happening. 
Oh, that's awesome. You're the first person that's actually made the switch. Brian's in the process of punking <laughs> in his credit card number. It's like Gary called in, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, it, it, no, mine was literally because I had an account already. It was, hey, oh, yeah. here's what's available for oh. you to switch. Yeah. Oh, that's easier, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, Nova Scotia, uh, how is it, I, where you are, how is the forest fire smoke situation? Well, right now, because it's raining, it's it's not bad at all. And it's been raining almost torrentially uh, since yes. yesterday evening. Hallelujah. Uh, so it's, it, it truly is a hallelujah moment here in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Uh, the fires, amazingly, we were in Halifax uh, about four days ago, uh, checking out the waterfront boardwalk, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on our way back, we actually saw what must have been the, the, the first hour ignition of the fire in in, in uh, the outskirts of Halifax, because yeah. we saw it get bigger and bigger as we were driving. And then we saw all kinds of fire trucks immediately just race yeah. into the area. And wow. it, it grew so quickly that, that even as we were driving, we could see just it, it's, the billowing smoke getting larger and larger. Yeah, it's going all so the way down it, the U.S. eastern seaboard. But you know the interesting thing, and it was it's, uh, there's the Shelburne fire, which is down closer towards Yarmouth yes. on the coast itself. And we were listening to one of the firefighters it was, it was I, I shouldn't say funny, but it came across that way a little bit. He says, you know, he says, compared to BC fires, this is just, we lit a match. But, but you know, for us, it's a bigger fire. Yeah, this <laughs> is not I mean, something that's normally part of their lives, thank goodness. No, but, because yeah. it, there's much more humidity here on the, on the East Coast compared even to Victoria on yeah. the West Coast. But the great uh, sense so of no, community there, as you know, so awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. People, people are taking each other in and they're helping out, so it is phenomenal to see the kind of community there is here. Yeah. And you're calling us on your Freedom Mobile phone? Um, I am calling yeah. you. Because yeah. it's nice and crystal clear. That's awesome. Yeah, All right, well, well safe, it, safe it, travels back. Well. And I'll chat with you guys when yep. I get back. We'll see you Saturday. All righty. Thanks, Gary. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, well, that's good news, Brian. So now you can persevere in your, on your chat and see if you can make this work. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good? Uh, I think we're doing okay. We'll find out. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. That's We'd love to test these things out for you. Uh, Ricky, something not in the show notes, sure. but uh, talking about fires and heat and all that. I know you, you had a challenge last summer when we had the hot weather with the air conditioners. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Brian, a different Brian with a Y had, had asked here, do you still have air conditioners and do they ever go on sale? Um, do they go on sale? Yes, August probably. <laughs> <laughs> Later uh, August? <laughs> um, it's not something I'll be waiting for. We got our last shipment of air conditioners for the year in this week. I think I have 32 of them currently in my store. Okay. Um, with heat, kind of the whole last two weeks not being the hottest, I think, has yeah. kind of put some people off buying them. But um, I would be amazed if in 10 days I have any of those 32 air conditioners left. Um, one thing to be aware of, a lot of the ones that London Drugs carried this year, we went with the more powerful models versus the smaller kind of like 8,000 BTU units. Yeah. Um, so they're good for cooling much larger spaces because in previous years we were finding the 5,000, 6,000, 8,000 BTU units would get returned a lot more because they yeah. weren't cold enough to actually cool off the areas customers were trying to do. Um, so just when you're looking at pricing and that kind of thing, realize that the ones we have are 10, 12, 15,000 BTU units and they're meant to cool much larger space uh, than some of the other ones you might find online right now. Okay, awesome. And is that restricted just to your store, or are there other stores that have that? Ricky's at the Tillicum yeah, Mall store. Um, all London Drugs is that kind of statement that I just said. Yeah, okay. um, Inventory-wise, will be different based on each store. Um, I think I can speak for the Victoria managers at the very yeah. least that we all stocked up as soon as we saw them, um, because I think 
last year we sold a couple hundred each. Yeah, I remember. So um, I would say if you've thought about it, if you've yep. got big windows, now is the time because, like I said, this is the last shipment we're getting. Um, we will not be getting any more for the year, so it's now or never. Awesome. There you go. On that note, when we come back, we've got more on what we're helping with the fire smoke. Also, we have a groundbreaking testing device to detect early, detect early signs of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. We'll tell you about that. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for our Oak Bay Tea Party weekend, also Folktoria used to be known as Folk Fest in mm. its day. Mm-hmm. It's a smaller event now in Centennial Square. That's on all weekend. And the Oak Bay Tea Party at Willows Beach on all weekend. Please save me some barren beef and corn on the cob for <laughs> tomorrow for Sunday. Uh, what we just, oh, one other one other uh, homework video here for you here. Video number 44. Make sure I got the number right here because I was juggling. No, no, video number 42 um, shows the three days it took the Dude Perfect crew of 18 people to pull off their most amazing record-setting trick shot to date. Imagine this. If you've been there, sinking a basketball, Ricky, shot from the top of the 856-foot-high stratosphere in Vegas. I'm sure that's real easy. Yeah, well, I mean, that, I mean because they've made, they yeah. made a fortune, Brian, doing videos of showing these trick shots. Yeah. And they tend to not show you what goes into it. They just show you that they, that they pull it off. This one, right. they, they pull back the covers, and you get to see the logistics, the frustration. Yeah. The almost about to give up because the bloody wind is blowing it. Yep. And then the stratosphere crewman came and said, okay, well, if the ball's landing over there, rather than trying to get it over here, why don't we just move the basketball net closer and you can put it out in the valet parking. We'll get the police to close that off, but still not that simple. They were about to give up because he had to get on a plane. Yep. And then the guy said, well, your plane flight's being delayed. And I'm just thinking, one thing that's not in the videos is how did they get all the basketballs back up to the... Right, they must have had like a some yeah. system or in probably hundreds yeah. of basketballs. Hundreds of basketballs. But <laughs> do watch the video. It's really fascinating. They almost gave up until one of the ground teams sent a video message up to the team on the roof halfway through the third day. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what we have here today, boys. That is what we've earned here today one shot we've tried it a thousand times we might miss 999 but not this time not (laughs) this shot today we make today we break history and we make this shot because we can today we specifically the five two perfect guys are the greatest trick shooters in the world come on boys we can do this go out there and take it <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it worked yeah I'll, uh, I'll, they did I'll, I'll give giving it away they they do pull it off but how yeah. they do it is pretty amazing so and how many how many views has yeah. that one had uh, uh almost six million there you go yeah in in a couple of weeks yeah yeah again i just love the fact that people i mean you can watch a lot of fun stuff on tv but when you find a bunch of people yeah. that go out there with a the vision and but they were literally about to to give up you know, yeah. <laughs> until that, and that that helped them get get back on track. But how they did it is really really fascinating. One other one, by the way, um, video number forty four. For those of you that are of a certain age and remember this, it's an excellent ten minute retrospective on the nineteen sixty two Seattle World's Fair. That was the fair that gave us the Space Needle, the monorail, and what's now the Pacific Science Center. 
Some say it put Seattle on the map. Yep. It took unbelievable planning and preparation. It was well-organized, well-run, and well-attended. It took a community coming together to produce an event that would in the end have 10 million visitors over the course of six months and catapult Seattle to major city status. There you go. Yeah, I mean, we all remember Expo 86 in Vancouver. Well, of people no. of a certain age. <laughs> Thank you. Now I feel old. Welcome. I was born in 86. Oh, God. I'm leaving <laughs> now. Well, I was born in 56, so I do uh-huh. not, don't think we went to the Seattle World's Fair, but I've been there many times, and yeah, it's kind of cool, the Space Needle, the monorail, and the Pacific Science Center, all that stuff. It's really cool. They do really great archival photos that they've put together there, showing how they did it. So anyway, if that's of a memory for you. One last one here, because I love these. Video number 41 is by our friend Tom Scott, who takes us to the Swiss Military Museum, where you can try the last remaining example, Ricky, of a 1970s tank-driving simulator. Think what they had in the 1970s, because they didn't have any high-tech. It's connected to a real camera and a tiny miniature model. This feels like an obvious thing to say, but tanks are expensive, both to buy and to fuel. If you want to train someone to drive one, it'd be great if they could learn the basics on a simulator first. So in the 1970s, the Swiss Army had the idea to design and build tank simulators. But this was well before computer-generated images. They couldn't create a virtual world. So instead, they built a wonderful example of 70s analog technology. The view screen in that box is connected to a real camera and a real miniature landscape through there. In the past, thousands and thousands of tank drivers trained on machines like that. There's now only one simulator left in the world, and it's in the Swiss Military Museum, about an hour north of Zurich. And tourists can try it. There you go. So if you're going to Switzerland... That looks so cool. That's adorable. The camera's set up on like this little, it was like a little diorama or something. (laughs) Yeah, little motors make it go left, right, front, back as you move the controls in the tank. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's adorable for us, right? But that's... Oh, yeah. Would have saved him a lot of gas. Yeah, I could use that in Ukraine. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) There you go. Thank you for for sending those videos. Okay, a couple follow-ups here. Um, Just before we take a break, we were talking about um, the infrared sensor for smartphones. The apps are kind of fun and cute, but if you really want to do it, and we were saying, so FLIR, F-L-I-R, they have an app, but the app does not work on its own. They did have one, but they said that basically ruins their reputation. So you have to go and buy a FLIR 1, O-N-E, pro-grade thermal camera that plugs into your smartphone. I checked on Amazon. It's uh, $507. But Bruce um, texted in to mention that and say, I was thinking of just uh, um, fires Mm -hmm. or overheating. But he points out that in the wintertime, for example, it would also show moisture and air leaks in walls and windows as well as that. So there we go. So thank you, Bruce. Yep, so that one there. So if that's something really important to you. Brian had... I was going to say, Brian brought up a good point. Can you just rent one? I'd imagine. I don't know where, but I'd imagine. Yeah, can you go down to the tool rental place and instead of getting a forklift, can you rent a, a flare plug-in? I don't know. Is anybody Does anybody know the answer to that question? Can you rent uh, an infrared plug-in for your smartphone? And if so, where and how much? Feel free to share the answer here. Okay, for this is one for you, Ricky, from John G-O-M. I've got a TCL Pro 20 Android phone. I've done every trick in the book to fix my Bluetooth not turning on. I've reset the phone, cleared the cache, removed sync devices, nothing works. Any other tips? Kind of the list. Um, Factory reset. 
Yeah, like factory reset is the normal go-to. But you make sure everything's backed up first. Yeah, of course, because that way you wipe everything, you remove any yeah. potential apps causing it, any hiccups, um, full wipe and yeah. you know, software update. Um, if that doesn't do it, it's probably something actually physically wrong with the yeah. Bluetooth antenna or something with your connectivity. Um, so at that point, how long it's you got warranty. It. Hopefully, like it depends if it's you know if you yeah. have your warranty. It's a or good longer. phone. I looked it up. TCL yeah. is not a brand that most people would know, but they are the number one TV manufacturer in the world by volume. They're in China. I'm not a big player here. They're coming in bit by bit, but it's a good phone. Yeah. I would take it if try the factory reset. If that doesn't work, I would go down and see the crew at Black Apple Cellular at their store on Broughton near Douglas. They have the biggest area there, and they can see, and it's maybe some normally Bluetooth is onto the motherboard, so yeah. not replaceable, but they can at least tell you that yeah, and do that. So that would be it. Sorry, we'll do that. We were talking about wanting to share large files, Brian, by using your cloud service, OneDrive or iCloud. Yeah. Um, if an event... Want, if an event wants to share four gigabytes of photos, videos, PDF files with a named group or open access, how do they do this? Yeah, so same thing. The limit on OneDrive, the maximum that you can share at any one time, I believe, is 55-0 gigabytes. Because, again, you're just sharing a link. That's that's fair. Shared like, cause you, but you can set it to anyone with a link can view. Yes, exactly. And that will still limit you to, like, 50 people can be viewing at that time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 99 people. Okay. 99 people can be viewing. Oh, 99 people, if you set it so they can edit, mm-hmm. 99 people can be editing at the same time. Okay, but in this case, they just, they, they were saying they just want to share it, with yeah. all these people. Uh, I'm just going to do a quick, we'll take a break, and while we're yep. doing that, I will get the answer on to make sure, because this stuff changes, what's the maximum amount of files, number, and quantity that you can share on OneDrive. I'll have that for you when we come back. Happy to report that Microsoft has increased the file sharing limits on OneDrive to, Ricky, 250 gigabytes maximum, 20,000 items. That's pretty good. That's going to cover pretty well everything. Yeah, yeah. There, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, if you're working for a company or an organization and you're going off on vacation to Europe for three months and somebody else needs to take over, share the folder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the current limits there uh, for anybody that needs to do that one there. That's really cool. Okay, more texts here for you. Okay, now, one of the key... Yeah, uh, this was the key question. Uh, Uh, Lynn has found the answer without even knowing we were asking it to ourselves. On that Freedom Canada-US plan, because you're Canadian-based, how much time can you spend in the US? So, Lynn, thank you for reading our mind. Um, As a snowbird, I checked into this new Freedom Canada-US plan. According to their fair use policy, point four... It's meant to be used predominantly on the Freedom Network. If you exceed one quarter of your usage consistently on their partner networks, they will cancel your service. Mm. Oh, wow. So that would work well for people that make regular trips to the U.S., but if you're yep. going to go down for three or four months in the winter, this is not the plan for you. So one quarter of your service over what time period? Because if you're down there for a month then and they take that month as a sample, it's 100%. So, I yeah, yeah that's <laughs> where I would message with customer service, yeah, yeah <laughs> chatbot, right. and say, hey, I'm going down for a month or whatever it is, six yeah. weeks, you know, but I'll be back for the rest of the time. Is that okay? I'm not going mm-hmm. down for six months. I'm doing a road trip to the U.S. for oh, two months. Nice yeah, twenty five. The wording uh, as she's got it is, if you exceed twenty five percent consistently, 
So oh, okay. I don't think that would be a problem. That's the whole point of having it. I don't think that, yeah. would, that would be a problem. There we go. Yeah. Um, okay, so now from Tony. We plan to attend a wedding in Colorado later this month. Oh, Colorado in the summer is awesome. Our host has invited us to share a few pictures of the groom via Dropbox. It appears we would need to buy a subscription plan with Dropbox. Is that necessary? Yes, it is now. I would not use Dropbox. It was great. It was the first one, Ricky. It was the f- going back uh, yeah. more than a decade now, the first real cloud provider. But then at Microsoft and Apple and Google all got into it. I would offer to share them on OneDrive. And again, uh, the reason I love OneDrive, you get five gigabytes for free, a thousand gigabytes, one terabyte if you are on Microsoft 365. If you're somewhere in the middle, don't need Word, Excel, PowerPoint, you can get 100 gigabytes for Mm -hmm. two bucks a month, $19 a year. But the big thing about it is it's fast, it's private, it's secure, and it works on any device, even if one of the group is on Linux, for gosh sakes. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. Dropbox is now owned by a prince in the United Arab Emirates, and their passwords were stolen once, and they didn't tell us for four months, so... Was great. Uh, All great things come to an end. Yeah, but whatever you decide, if if for convenience, if everyone else is happy with Dropbox, you can do that. But yeah, you will have to have a subscription plan to be doing anything more than a than a few photos or shared with more than a few people, so they get you coming or going. That you said it was a fair use policy that uh, we're talking about. Yes, on freedom. Yeah, okay, I am good. still chatting, so uh, I'm just asking about that. I think this is going to be carried over to next weekend. Oh so. yeah, I'll still be chatting, <laughs> Gary. If you're listening in Nova Scotia, we're going to have an update on that when you come back and join us next Saturday. Okay, quick break. Back with our final segment. Welcome back to Tech Talk for a final few minutes with Ricky and Brian and myself. Gary Beyer from Tesseract will be here. Oh, speaking of which, when Tesseract reopens on Monday, presuming Gary's flight comes back here, <laughs> they will have a limited supply of two things. Refurbished Lenovo uh, 13 series notebooks for just 285 bucks, And these are 7th gen Intel Core i3 processors, 8 gigs of RAM, 240 gig SSD, Windows 11 Pro. Great for travel or an early back-to-school purchase. Not for running powerful games or editing 4K videos, but for mainstream stuff, Ricky, that's a pretty good price for 285 7th gen. Um, and they'll also have a limited supply of refurbished Dell corporate-grade desktop PCs. These are powered by Intel 6th gen Core i5 processors for just $275. Great for home office or as a second PC for the family. Again, these are base-level computers, not for running powerful games or editing 4K videos. If you want to do um, Solitaire and stuff like that, even Minecraft, you'd be fine on that with a 6th gen or 7th gen. Yeah, but because they put in the 8 gigs around, that will help you out. There you go. So that's on Monday when they go. Okay, what else have we got here? Um, what else is on your on your agenda? There was something else you were going to tell me about. Um, I can't remember what it was. I was saying that there's the men's health event we're doing at Tilikum Mall oh, again. Oh, that was it, yes. Um, that's going to be June 21st that we're doing that. It'll be, I think it's 11 till 2 this year. Um, a bunch of different vendors doing different presentations, but it'll be um, our pharmacy being a big part yeah. of it. Um, Island... Uh, Island Health and a couple other just Prostate vendors. Center. Yeah, exactly. Like that, yep. So hey, somebody um, went through that. I worth a stop in, I enough. would say, if you're around the area on the 21st. There you um, go. I'll be there doing the London Drugs booth. We'll have pharmacists out there. 
Oh, stop. Say hi to Ricky. Um, Get your dumb questions answered because there are no dumb questions when we yeah, do this. Yeah, um, I'll have a lot of like the fitness trackers and that kind of thing out just for like yeah. generic health. Yeah. Um, and then I'll leave the hard questions to the pharmacist that'll be with me. So if you have hard questions... Oh, know. speaking of health, this yeah. is one that has profound potential here. Researchers at Carleton University's mm. Department of mm-hmm. Electronics in Ottawa yep. have created a groundbreaking testing device to detect early signs of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's through biomolecular activities in a person's saliva. You spit in the tube, mm. they test it, yep. and they say, hey, especially if you are adopted and don't know your genetic background, Yeah, yeah. this is a really big deal. Nothing you can do right now. They're hoping to have clinical trials within a year. Yeah, impressive. Cool. Parkinson's and Alzheimer's are such hellish things, watching people vanish before your eyes. Those of you that have somebody, you know what I mean, and it's just, ugh. And so if we can detect early early signs of that and be able to be prepared, so. No, I love that advancement. There we go. Um, so, not to change the subject so much here, but I've been dying to show this to you guys. What I have almost you forgot. Got? <laughs> so, I got a subscription to Mid Journey, the AI art generating yeah. um, service, and I've been throwing it. I've always kind of think Milo looks like a. Sometimes he looks like a little albino gorilla. So, I've been throwing it pictures of Milo and gorilla, uh, baby gorilla, and telling it to combine them. And this is <laughs> one of the pictures. Tuna is going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> no, we've been sharing them in our family oh, okay. chat. We've been dying laughing at these. He looks so. He's. It's it's kind of creepy yeah. sometimes, but he's so cute. They nailed his little smile and this like gorilla hair. And oh my God, I've got a collection of these going. Okay, you have to put that in the show I'll notes. put that in the show notes. Oh, should anyway. just be framed around the house so as the child grows Don't, up. It's like, just, oh my goodness, I should print these. <laughs> yeah. and frame. Yeah. So just so you know, Milo does not look like this. This is freaky. Uh, the, the feet are funny because they're like human fingers. Yeah. Wow. But, that uh, is cool. Cool. Man, AI. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um and by the way, one last one, item 24 in the show notes, a traveling display of huge detailed Lego models of everything from the space shuttle to the Titanic. Imagine making a massive model of the Titanic that's like 10, 12 feet long out yeah. of Lego. Wow. Imagine, imagine the iceberg. Oh, I love Lego. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now imagine moving that from city to city. So if Lego's your thing or if you know a kid, uh, item number 24 on the show notes. Wow, that was been really fun. Good to have you here. Uh, I'm always good for a laugh, right? <laughs> Enjoy the rest of... Oh, Mark Rober. Uh, he delivered the 2023 commencement address at MIT as only Mark can. Watch for the ending. Surprise. Item number 43 in the show notes there. Got to get out of here. Thanks for being here. Find Ricky at London Drugs next week. It's on a weekend off. We're going to leave you with a song used in that Time to Scale behind-the-scenes video, a song which I'd never heard before, but it actually struck a chord in me. Uh, have either of you heard of John Craigie? Nope. No, not actually. I do. I'm a folk music guy, but I don't. I don't know him. Okay, uh, listen to the whole song. I'm just going to leave you with the little last part because it ties into the fact that time is very precious and and very fleeting here. So this is Dissect the Bird by John Craigie as we wrap up the Oak Bay Tea Party weekend. People had to leave. Hearts had to get broken. People had to die just so your eyes could open the universe. It's not against you. The universe is not against you. It went through a lot. Just to give you a chance, it must have wanted you Pretty bad, no pressure though No pressure though The universe went through a lot, but no pressure, bro You don't gotta be perfect, you don't gotta be a saint Just don't waste it This was not a mistake, oh You're doing it wrong 
dissecting the birds, trying to find the song. It's a miracle that you're here at all. Well said, John. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. And so it goes.